Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all Potter podcast. Swish and Flick, everyone. Swish and Flick. Hello and welcome to a bonus episode of Swish and Flick. I'm Tiffany. I'm Megan. And I'm Katie. And this episode is sponsored by Lindsay Morrison. Thank you, Lindsay. Thank Thank you. you. So today we will be discussing our reactions to the newest Fantastic Beast movie, The Secrets of Dumbledore. So we are going to have a few warnings up front. (laughs) If you're still here, this is going to be spoiler 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 spoilers we're literally breaking down the plot so just know yes please if you haven't seen it you don't want it spoiled turn it off if you haven't seen it and you want to be spoiled keep listening whatever (laughs) we don't care that's that's up to you right (laughs) all right well before we begin we do have some um, pretty cool weekly profit news, other than there's a new movie out. <laughs> yeah, so Mina Lima put out that they have a new book coming out. I believe it's being released in October, uh, but you can pre-order it now, and it is going to be called The Magic of Mina Lima. And it is, I'm just going to like read the little description. It is celebrating the graphic design studio behind the Harry Potter and Fantastic Beasts films. So it all started with a letter. <laughs> yeah. So it's going to like literally have their journey of working on all of these films, um, which is pretty cool. And it is on their website. It's 40 pounds. So I'm not exactly sure of the translation, but yeah, it is releasing in October of 2022. If you pre-order it on their website, it comes with a book plate that is signed by Mira and Eduardo. Mm. Um so that's cool. Yeah. So um, in the U.S. dollar, 40 pounds is $52.24. Okay. okay. So that's not too bad for a cool book like that, like this. It's actually, I'm surprised that it's that inexpensive. I mean, that's still a lot of money, but like I thought it was going to be a lot more. Yeah. So I'm so, excited. I, this is yeah. right up my alley. Mm-hmm. So quite literally. Yeah. Meg, do you remember when you bought me that Mina Lima book and then it came and you didn't realize that it was a mini book? Oh yeah, it was literally like three inches tall. <laughs> so we kept it because it's so funny. <laughs> I was like, well, this is supposed to be an actual gift, but it's going in your stocking. <laughs> oh my gosh. How funny. All right. Make sure that you follow us on your preferred podcast listening platform and share this episode with your friends, because if you like us, then maybe they will, too. Subscribe to our channel on YouTube at Swish and Flick Podcast and follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at Swish Flickcast. If you'd like to support us on Patreon, head on over to patreon.com forward slash Swish Flickcast. This supporting us keeps us going i don't know (laughs) where i was going with that i've literally said this line a million times um it gives you access to our exclusive felix files episodes our discord channel live recordings trivia games swish swag boxes and more thank you all so much for your support if you'd like to send your potter story or any fun things questions or concerns you can do so to our email which is swishflickcast at gmail.com 
Very good. Very good. Very nice. <clears throat> All right. So before we get started, again, <laughs> this episode is full of spoilers for the newest installment of the Fantastic Beast movie franchise, The Secrets of Dumbledore. If you've not seen the movie and you don't want it to be ruined for you, please turn off the podcast. And come back after you've seen it. Yeah, you can come back. We'll let you. <laughs> Katie, give them the final warnings, please. Final warning. Phil's even giving you warnings in the background. Phil's backing me up. Yeah. Turn back. Turn this off. This is your last chance. <laughs> you have been warned. Okay, I'm not responsible anymore. It's on you. It's on you. Yeah, it's, it's completely on you because we've given you plenty of opportunities. Discord, this includes you. Yes. We love you. <laughs> Don't come for me. <laughs> okay. I thought it would be really cool if we did like a few um, initial reaction words. So like flabbergasted. You know what I mean? But you can pick a few. Pick a few. Feel free to think about it a little bit if you want. Uh, I will say I was very excited leaving the movie theater last night. Okay. Um, I oh, felt that your reaction excited. word would be excited. Excited. Yeah, I was happy. <laughs> happy. Come on, we can come up with a better word for happy. Come on, Ecstatic. give me a juicy word. Ecstatic. Nice. We call that in first grade something meaty. That's a meaty word. <laughs> I, like I do that. believe as well that my actual first reaction word was a swear. Oh. Just like. It's just a happy like, swear. Yeah, it's like I said it. I said it because I was just like, "Well, bleep, that was amazing." That's the text. That was literally the first thing oh, that yes. I thought, and that was the me. text that I sent to <laughs> Tiffany. So I literally turned my phone. My phone's always on silent, by the way. But I turned it on "Do Not Disturb" last night, and I literally put my phone down because. A, I knew Twitter was going to be toxic and full of spoilers. Yeah. And B, I didn't even want to like, I didn't want to wake up and like look at my phone and be like, oh, there's a text there. I didn't want to see any of it. So I just, I really tried to stay off the internet highway this morning. Yeah. <sighs> Katie, do you have any words? Um, Surprised. You were confused. I was confused. We've seen it oh, twice. I'm Katie interested. felt better the second time. Yes. I don't want to I'm speak interested for to you, hear but... what you're confused about. Yeah. I think that she I mean, we'll talk about this more, but like she was confused. Then we talked like a little bit on the drive home last night and I like tried to give her my interpretation of the things that she was confused about and then watching it a second time, like it that seems to have been fixed. Yeah. So Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we'll talk about it. Yeah. I, I would so, even say pleasantly surprised. I feel like okay. duped in a good way. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right. Um, I felt joyful, especially mm -hmm. at the end. Um, I'm intrigued at where we're going. And I am excited that that blood what do they call it troth they yeah, yeah I, what did he call the blood it? pact is what i call it but I, he they like did say troth see that was a moment like i needed to close cap something <laughs> correct yeah um i'm glad that that's gone because last night i was talking about rita skeeter rita skeeter rita skeeter's <laughs> interview 
Uh, um, and how some people said it was basically Grindelwald with a white flag giving up, basically. However, before we even get started, our patrons who were here last night and anybody in the future who listened to the the Felix file we did last night of uh, theories for this movie, I want to say your girl's a seer because who called out Albert. <laughs> I, I had no idea and I died. I was like, yes. <laughs> oh so my basically, God. if you don't know the story, last night we were reading through theories from um, a Screen Rant article. And I was reading and sometimes we'll accidentally put two words together. That's how Owl's Caban was, was born. Um, and I combined uh, Gellert and Albus, and I called them Albert as a whole. <laughs> it's a ship name. I love it. Um, and then at the end of the movie, somebody who is working for Jacob at his bakery, his name was Albert. <laughs> <laughs> it's just fate, man. I loved it. He we, was burning We always something. knew he was going to be there. We knew. Yeah. I, I did. I was just waiting. It's going to be real big in the next movie. I just, God, I love that they had klotchke cookies and pierogies at their yes. wedding. Uh, Dang. I thought that that was really cool. What a Polish wedding. Oh, so good. <laughs> so good. Okay. Let's, so we got our reaction words and we can go into the next thing. Um. Okay. Mind blowing moments. Did anybody have any moments where you were just kind of like, wowed at something that we learned like for me I felt really mind-blowingly stupid for not yeah. thinking mm-hmm. of Aberforth potentially being the person who could be related to Creed yes. <laughs> did we never ever say I don't anything know like you know that? I want to go I want to go listen to our last, I want to go listen to our last episode that we like theorized after crimes or something. Um, I was just kind of like, oh, well, shoot. (laughs) I know when I heard that, we both like, were like, oh, I know when they're in in the hog's head and he's like, it's your your son. And I was like, (laughs) yeah, I was like, uh, wait, why am I so like, and then I, I felt really really stupid mm-hmm. and then but i was whatever. like it's crazy that that's like that's albus's nephew yeah and it's i was just like, like well yeah why did it word. have to be his brother why did it like it, yeah. like we were just so focused on like this one aspect of like how he could be a dumbledore yeah i don't know i like it i'm okay with that it it definitely fixes everybody's gripe with the timeline issue of him being a brother yeah so I liked it yeah. a lot. Um, so the 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 uh, another secret. Who's who is the mom? Yeah, somebody Who's from mom? the Hollows. Do we believe it would be a Muggle? Could be. So some people were confused about Godric's Hollow. Um, Godric's Hollow is not an all wizarding. It is not right. Yeah, it's if you think about something, it'd be easy for you to remember. um, Is the Muggle Church and And the graveyard that's there, and the statue that only shows itself to magical, as well as the house. Yeah, the Potter House. So you have to think like that's not all just a magical neighborhood. Um, 
but yeah, so it could have been, I, and you know what, Carrie, I got to give Carrie a shout out for this. She brought up the fact that it reminded her very much of Tom Riddle. Yeah, totally. Um, but like, we don't know what happened to her. Why? I mean, she clearly went to America at some point in New yeah. York and she was sent uh, away. What happened? You know, we don't know. Yeah. Maybe that's in movie four. I mean, and, and let's, let's put this out there on the table. Um, if you were maybe disappointed in any kind of way, you have to remember, or if it felt kind of like almost a little bit anticlimactic, because I do get the sense that it was like a, a little bit that way. Um, for me at least, but Creedence that's because. Creedence being Everforth's son. Everforth's no, not, son? not just that. I feel like I, I felt like. I don't know what I expected going in, but I wanted a little bit more, uh, more challenging moments from Grunewald. But uh, then I have to go back and think this is three of five of what is supposed to be five, as well as he was trying to win a political position. So he couldn't necessarily throw out killing curses in the Cruciatus curse until basically the end of the movie where he thought that he had either won and then he knew that he had lost. So then well, he was starting to show his true colors. The so only... I thought there would be more battling from him. So I, I think that the, re this is my take on that. I think that the reason why none of that happened was because of the blood pact. Right. Because if Grindelwald was making any moves against this movement that was potentially against him, that would in turn be moving against Dumbledore. So he couldn't. Maybe more muggle stuff. Yeah. Um, I just thought I'd see him being a little more aggressive. Horrible. I think yeah. so he he really intrigued me. He's like not the villain I thought he was going to be, but I don't necessarily mean that in a bad way, but just more so of like um I do kind of think that he wanted a he was okay, hold on. Let me gather my thoughts here. I think he was trying to play it safe until he was in a position of power. Just kind of basically what you were saying. Yeah. Yeah, so he yeah, yeah. was, I do think that that, that was his intention. I think he was playing it safe to gain favoritism and gain people liking him He's until, one, correct, right? until he was there. Um, and then all of a sudden it was like, it was immediate. The war, the war on muggles starts now. Like that was what he said, literally straight. It's very huge parallels to Hitler, like waiting until he was in power to do horrible things. I mean, the second he had like the title, he was like, yeah, war starts today. I mean, literally it was seconds. So like, I wonder where we're going now. Like, uh, and the blood pack you, broke. Yeah. You lied about what are they called the little animal thingy chillins chillin chillins <laughs> hanging with my chillins <laughs> uh so like in the entirety of the wizarding world knows that so if you kind of paying attention that was playing at basically like every ministry all over yep and so, like, where are your followers? Because, like, nobody ran up and did anything at the end. Like, it was 
the end was a little bit slow for me, but I didn't hate it by any means. I just, I guess, I don't know. I was uh, expecting dude. more aggression from I him. I thought Jacob or his was done. Yeah, I thought they were going to kill was Jacob. He was pale. I thought he was going to kill him. Yeah. Well, so I thought I. he was either kill him or drive him into insanity like the Longbottoms. But I knew it was going to, I knew that little whatever baby deer thing was going to go to that woman because she removed, like she stopped the curse. And I was like, she's a good egg. Mm hmm. But the fact that it went to okay. man. I was going to say another mind-blowing moment, yes. not going to lie, was the chillin' kneeling to Dumbledore because that kind of is like, he has a pure heart. He does. So and I, I just, just, yeah. So I was thinking about this. Katie, do you want to say what you were going to say if you, before no, you I'm forget? No, I'm going to write it down. Okay. Um thinking about this and Dumbledore gets a lot of heat for the way that he handled things during Harry Potter's time. Um, and if we are looking here, Dumbledore Albus is counting on many other people to help him out and do these things. And he's going and he's doing whatever he can himself. And I see especially, especially at the end, um, a man who spends his life trying to right the wrongs of his past. And he often operated alone during Harry's time. Um, he did count on other people and he did let other people like do things for him, obviously relied on Snape like crazy Harry like crazy because obviously chosen one and all of that but like often kept things to himself and I wonder if he did that so he didn't like hurt people but it ended up hurting people anyway um, but you see there at the end where he's like longingly looking in on this group of friends and this wedding and the love and the friendship and the closeness and my heart, like, just broke yeah. watching him. It was Sam. like he felt, like, like you know he was invited, but he almost felt like he couldn't be there. It was so sad. And, yeah. like, dang, dude, you traveled there from England. What, just walk in the door. <laughs> All right. Just hang out, man. <laughs> so incredibly sad. I agree. But maybe he, like feels like he can't open up i don't know maybe he opened up with grindelwald and look what that what happened with that and i think he tried i, I think that something that was pretty um like this moment was sad to me was when he was actually like kind of trying to have a moment with aberforth and aberforth just like shut it down he was like i, I was saw everything to you see saw them breaking bread together yeah, yeah. All, to be honest with you yeah so was i because like you have to think like uh, Aberforth broke his nose. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was in the past. I'm surprised they were hanging out this much. What happens in these movies? Because like in the Potter era, they don't seemingly don't talk. Right. Um, 
So like what else is going on? I don't know. But it was nice to see them together, but it's sad to see such a a strained uh relationship. And we knew it was gonna be that way. Yeah. I mean we always we always did. I right? also wanna say that Katie was kind of Katie was right about Jacob's wand. How like it was a placebo effect meant for other people to make it look like he was doing magic, and that's exactly what Lally did. Oh, uh, she made it look like he was doing magic, and I thought I was just like, "Oh, Katie got it." Meg nudged me. She's like, <laughs> "You are right." <laughs> <laughs> I loved that. So that was a cool. That was a cool moment too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Can anyone hear this cat purring? He's very happy that Fillmore is contained and he has <laughs> yes. his Katie all to himself. Oh my god. Um, this isn't like a mind-blowing moment, but something that I just like hadn't thought of at all. And also, well, we kind of talked about this before we started recording, I think, of like I was a little confused. Oh no, I said that now. I said that before. <sighs> Thoughts. Okay. I didn't realize that there's like a ultimate leader of the wizarding world. Yeah. Like, I knew that there were multiple ministries and there were ministers of, for magic. But, blah, like, blah, I blah. guess it does make sense. But, but I, I never, just never thought about it. Yeah, I didn't, like, I didn't either get it that, like, oh, they're having an election. And, like... And the fact that that little, little baby Bambi wanted Dumble to lead the whole entire wizarding world. Right. And he won't because he knows how he is with power, which maybe that's what also makes him pure of heart because okay, he knows but his himself. reaction was hilarious. It was. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 please. <laughs> Both times we saw it, the whole theater laughed at that. Yeah. Um, but it's strange to me because the guy who is or was currently the like leader of the wizarding world was like leading this new election and like he didn't seem i know wizards are different but he didn't seem old and then he says that like this choice will set us up for like didn't he say like centuries to come like i don't know it just seems like they how often do they have the, these elections is it a well, long maybe time? he meant um i mean he was clearly in favor of Grindelwald. Yeah. I didn't catch um, on the first he... time watching that he was in on the whole thing. Yeah. I don't oh, know how well... I missed that but like I loved the call out uh, to doing what is um, right. Not, yeah. Rather not than easy. easy. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe he was talking about the way in which Grindelwald would structure the wizarding world at, uh, as far as like muggles go. Yeah. And like a new new world for for them with basically wizards right to rule. That's probably what he was going for at least but yeah what is the title of that i can't remember i would love subtitles because like when they were doing that whole thing i was like what supreme what? leader yeah like <laughs> right. what's happening i don't know here? yeah yeah very interesting the whole thing was interesting but it's just like more wizarding world takeaways it's more world building for us so if you're out there thinking, well, that's not a thing, it's not up to you. <laughs> that's not your world to build. It's being built for us. So right. I would just like to know a little bit more about that. Um, how often does this happen? You're like, why are you, why was that guy stepping down? Do you have a certain amount of time? X, Y, Z. I'm sure. I'm not sure. But maybe at some point we'll find out a little bit more. 
Yeah. Um, okay. So someone asked this in Discord. Let me find it. Oh, Sam said, how often do they have a chillin? So this is one of the things I was confused about the first time. And I said to Meg, mm -hmm. I was like, why was it like suddenly a big deal to have a chillin choose? Why don't they just always do that? And then the second time around, I heard um, Professor Lally Hicks say that they used to always have like way long time ago, they would have a chillin select a leader. So did you catch on that the guy who was I, I need I don't remember his name, but it was the guy who basically they were voting to take his place. Mm -hmm. Um, He. At the end said look what we have, we should use this to decide as if it was the first time in a long time okay. that that was what was happening. Because leading up until that point, they were talking about voting, like yeah. let the people mm -hmm. speak. Right. Um, and then all of a sudden when he was like, oh, look, we have a chillin'. Um, and then when the chillin bowed to Grindelwald, he was like, oh, Grindelwald is the winner by a... What did he say? He said a word. Not affiliation. It was an A word. I can't remember. Um, but <laughs> basically meaning we're not doing an election because he was chosen because of this. Affirmation? Affirmation. Yes, that's yeah. what he said. I'm just wondering, like, if we think about Newt in the beginning, like, how did Newt, like, how do you know that this is happening? Like, it just seemed... And like, like not only that it was you, being born. Maybe, you know? yeah, maybe Grindelwald's been on the search for it, and then some sort of it kind of went through the grapevine through spies or something to Dumbledore to find out. So then he sent Newt to try and obviously Newt would be I, kinder to a magical beast than he was going to take was. the mom and the baby to like yeah, care for them together. Gonna, you right. know, yeah, that part sucked. By the way, I know. I had to like close my eyes. A very Disney went... movie of them to just kill a mother, right? Like right <laughs> off the freaking bat. And also when when Grindelwald killed the the baby, that was he was like holding it, and I literally looked at Carrie and I pulled it up. I said, "I don't trust him." I said, "He's gonna kill this thing," and she was like, "I'll tell you." And she and then she was like, "Oh, yep, he did." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, dang it!" I mean, Oops. yeah. Mia said, I think it'd be really neat if the chillins were, like, biologically asexual so they could reproduce on their own when they wanted to. Yeah. Like, maybe they can prophesize well, when something... When they're needed. Yeah. And I feel like that's why Two. they had one and they had twins because they could prophesize that that was the one way that Grindelwald could get around an election. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. we're going to set it up for success where, unfortunately, he will get one, but there will be another one that can come in and save the day to try and beat this because he's going to get around it by forcing it to look like this is what it is. Right. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I don't I mean, I guess at the end of the day, it's not really that important that we learn why it was born and how they found out about it. But like they did. And that was the start of the story. And that's how they saved the day. And like, that's good. Mm -hmm. um, but that's not to say that I wouldn't like to know. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Um, opening scene. I loved it so much. Okay, so I guess my question is, how did you take it? Was this something that just... Dumbledore created in his mind or did they actually have this conversation through their minds? I've been think? wondering this myself. Is it something that they can do through the blood pact? I kind the of... end of the conversation was odd because of the fire. Right. Um, I mean, I know it didn't actually happen because of that. In my opinion, that's how I viewed it. Especially because we see Dumbledore like almost come back to himself and then he's in his office. So like, mm-hmm. I feel like they were never actually face to face, but mm-hmm. they did have the conversation. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, yes, yeah, Sam and Discord I, said makes me think of King's Cross. It, to me, it was very reminiscent of that. Like, it's yeah. happening inside your head, but like, why does that? There's got to be mean it's some real? right. There's got to be some kind of a connection. I would assume with the with the blood pact. But a question I have as well is, uh, Grindelwald said he can almost feel his around his neck. So where's his? I think there's only one because Dumbledore took it from did him, he, right? Did Didn't they Dumbledore take like... it from him? Yeah. Oh, they, yeah. He he had had it. Grindelwald oh, had right. it and then it got taken you're from right. him when he went to jail. Teddy took it. Teddy took it. Teddy. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Sorry. That's right. Bad. He totally that. saved it. Yeah. Because they thought mm-hmm. yeah. Teddy saved the day. Ted, where are you? <laughs> I freaking, uh, if, this movie did anything for me. It made me love Nifflers that much more when it. they are in like that, that like crypt of a prison Ugh, where to the get manticore is. Back. Oh my God. And he's tugging on the tie <laughs> and his little claws. And he's, he reminded me of Fillmore tugging his little yes! toys. <laughs> I literally turned to Carrie and I was like, this is what Fozzie does when he presses tug. <laughs> and I love I love that Niffler. Like I love Pickett too, but I I love the Niffler. Like those so two. Are so the I love best. Teddy. I kn- so cute. I noticed the second time around when they're on the train, like the the clans together for the first time. They're all they've all gathered. They're on the train, and Newt is having a conversation with um, Jacob, and Jacob still had his pan with him, which was very Rapunzel esque and made me laugh. And I wanted him to use it throughout the whole movie, but he didn't. Um, he like sets the pan down and he like puts the niffler in it and kind of like pushes him off. Pushes away. Right. So they're having like a whole conversation. But if you watch the niffler, the niffler is slowly collecting silverware because it's shiny. <laughs> yes. And then he picks up a fork and he scratches his back with yes! it. It's so cute. It was hilarious. Oh my God. I didn't catch that. It's so I cute. I did catch the fact that that uh, prison keeper guy lost his gold mm-hmm. tooth. Yes. <laughs> I noticed that the second time, yes. Katie was like, his tooth is gone. <laughs> he smiled, and he smiled. I saw the glint of the gold, and I said, yay, keep it. <laughs> no way. Oh, my oh, God. Man. But the swiveling, that was great. Great Hilarious. comic relief. Wonderful, wonderful soundtrack. I'm not sure who the composer is, um, but I loved the new music that we heard. But can we talk about this before I forget? towards the end of the movie with all of these cases, right? And they start opening up and we've got Monster Book of Monsters. We've mm-hmm. got it. it was like Hogwarts Bludgers. was protecting and, them. And we hear the score yes. from the original Potter movies. I was so incredibly 
happy. <laughs> yeah. Especially with the Monster Book of Monsters. I was like, yes. Seeing the bludgers like hitting the mm-hmm. walls and Yes. Yeah. It was the perfect. It was music like for Dumbledore sent Hogwarts there to help protect his peeps. It made you me know? think of Harry being like, It's like Hogwarts wants us to fight back. Yeah. You know, like Hogwarts is yeah, Dumbledore like is Hogwarts. He's like the essence yeah. of it. I feel you know. Yeah, so yeah, he yeah. brought it with him so much. Yeah, that was really cool. Yeah, and Emily says in the chat, the snitch returning to Dumbledore. I thought that that was really cool as well. Yeah, he like calmed its wings too yeah. for like a second. Like I thought that that was really neat. Um, I, wondered, I wonder if there's if... any significance of that snitch. I was gonna say I wondered if there's something inside it. <laughs> I I thought you that know? maybe there would would be a message inside of it, but um, yeah. I wasn't sure. Uh, he had gloves on when he caught it. True. Has anyone touched it? True. I also loved the use of the uh, Gemino, I yes. think, curse with yes. the Kowalski Bakery. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the, call, the, baked goods. the callback to, like, that's what his suitcase had when him yeah. and Luke first met. I loved that. Really yeah, cool. yeah. That was really neat. I loved how everybody ended up with these suitcases that, like matched them like lally's Mm -hmm. suitcase was her books did you catch that those were her books that she wrote like her school books the covers of those were beautiful and i was trying to read them really fast but i i definitely couldn't i was like (laughs) right i need a screenshot of those Um, because they're on mina lima's website you can go see them like the the designs of the books yeah loved it um i loved uh also during that kind of battle scene uh after Jacob hits the guys in the head with the suitcase that. and he's sneaking around and he goes, Ooh, he's mad. Oh, <laughs> he <goes>. Yes. <laughs> Honestly, like I, Jacob is a character. I absolutely adore. And when he's talking to Queenie, uh, I was crying. I cried a lot during this movie and I don't think it was just because I'm pregnant. Like, I think that a lot of these things were really emotional. Like, Queenie has been through it and seeing her at the end in her wedding dress and she was back to herself in the way that she was speaking to him and it did it brought that was the joyful part like I Mm -hmm. absolutely I loved I loved that her dress was so cool though I knew that she was coming back the second she had that conversation with Credence yes and then um also, I don't know if people caught all of her little all of her little things that she did throughout the movie that like was total proof that she was not fully on his side. First, it was the conversation with Credence. Second, um, she was crying when she saw Jacob um, at that tea, tea thing. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. also she casts a spell and sends yes. something flying at the ministry, the yep. Berlin mm-hmm. ministry um, wi- wizards. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. And then obviously comes and finds Jacob in Bhutan. She also had like a very, as you should, strong reaction to Grindelwald killing the chillin. Oh, yes. Like she looked like. Oh, and Kama. Oh. I'm sorry. And Yusuf Kama, her not telling uh, yes. Grindelwald the truth. with. I was so worried about him and I'm so <sighs> glad that I was wrong. I yeah. really thought that yeah. he was a goner. Yeah. I thought that he was going to be imperious or something like that, but I was really glad that. I mean, I don't think that he fully got the trust of Grindelwald, but it was enough to do something to help, you know? Yeah. 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 He even told him, he's like, prove your loyalty. Yeah. There's a lot of face touching by Grindelwald. Yeah. I... You're not. It, it's awkward. Don't touch and like, faces. I watch, I don't know why, 
but my eyes just every time went to his thumb and he would like slightly like rub, you know, like kind of like we like hold hands with like your partner and you like romantically will like just like, I don't, I hate the word stroke, stroke them with your thumb. We could say caress. (laughs) That might be worse. (laughs) (laughs) Caressing with uh, his thumb, the side of their faces. And I'm like, you are manipulative. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's why, like, that's why I, you know, another thing where, like, he was not the type of villain I thought he was going to be. He was much more, mm-hmm. like... He's not, like, off his rocker, deranged. He's manipulative. And I mean, I guess we, we did say that at the end of Crimes, too. He's He is a very... He's different than Voldemort. And I almost think he's worse because he can play it like he's a good guy. Yeah. A.K.A. he's manipulative AF. He's doing (laughs) this for the good. He even says at the end, I was never your enemy then or now or or something something to that effect. Yeah. Like, well, you're still still trying to spin this agenda. Mm -hmm. I do kind of think that like he. um, I I do still think that he cares for Dumbledore. And that's where, like, it's this gray area with the two of them. I mean, like, obviously, Dumbledore knows what he's doing is not correct. And I'm I'm not quite ready to say that he's fully fallen out of love with Dumbledore. I mean, I'm sorry, with Grindelwald. I'm not saying Dumbledore has fully fallen out of love with Grindelwald. But I think that it's not – it's obviously not what it was. And Mm -hmm. he's realizing – his intentions and like the things he agreed to and it was because of love and like now he's kind of like coming to his senses like whoa whoa shouldn't have said or like done those things well his verbiage even during that opening scene I was he said I was in love with you so I think that maybe the love that he has now it's like like when you I wish if like if things could be different as Taylor Swift says he wishes he was a better man. <laughs> Truly. But like you can you can love someone and no longer be in love with someone. So maybe he is I mean he's probably still in love with the person that he thought back then when he was young that Grindelwald yeah. would have been, but as we grow and change and priorities and we realize things XYZ, obviously people change as they get older, but like maybe I mean, you still have that that friendship and that that they obviously had. They got along so well up until they didn't. Um, and it's like you love and miss that. Like, that's the love that you have. And you see that person for who, like, maybe you thought that they could have been. And you're sad that that person no longer exists. Yeah. However, I don't know how, like, Rindy didn't really change his mind Mm-mm. Dumbledore did you know well because he keeps he kept saying like this is what we said we were gonna do but okay so another thing I noticed is Grindelwald never actually said that he loved him too true um so I think that I think he maybe he... wasn't so verbal about it but his actions show that he did in my opinion yeah I just wonder if it was as much as Dumbledore did back then or if it was just kind of like oh well this is working in my favor and now I'm like 
I mean, yeah, he's just a manipulator, you know? Like, that's why Dude. I wonder, like, oh, this man loves me. I'm going to manipulate him and take advantage of that. You know what I mean? Do you think that that's maybe one of the only reasons why they were in the relationship? Like, yeah, maybe he was attracted to him and um, liked him and, and whatever, but not, wasn't necessarily in love with him, but was in love with where that relationship could take him? Yeah. Uh, yeah that I makes me that. sad. That makes me really sad because people – that's a real – life things people get and stay in relationships because they see how it could further further them right katie um something i mean i don't like it but i like that it was in there because i think it represents it's a good representation of this trigger warning for like any sort of abusive relationship but right after the like right before the blood pack breaks Grindelwald like almost desperately says, "Who will love you now, Dumbledore?" This is like a last ditch, last ditch manipulative effort to keep control over Dumbledore, trying to like keep that hold over his head, make him feel unworthy. Who's gonna love you if it's not me? That is grade A abusive. That doesn't mean that he loves him either. No, because he's not that. Like he could be absolutely putting on airs, and that kind of. Actually, that kind of makes me, now that you bring that up, I've forgotten about that. Um, That makes me think that you didn't love him. Yeah. Not. That that line did make me think that too, which is why I brought it up. I was like, I don't know if he, I don't know if he did. I think that he, I think that he loved what that information potentially gave him in terms of a sidekick that could he could do this with i hate that i know it's very yeah, manipulative and it makes me and like clearly albus does albus. albus probably wasn't with anybody else the, the rest of his life yeah probably not like did that completely ruin him for any kind of relationship or with you're just how like he, not looking for that with or... how he is like all lonely at the end that's that looks like it to me you know that's mm-hmm. it for him oh yeah. i know i know also, with the way out with you, <laughs> <laughs> with the way in the very beginning with the first scene, the way that Grindelwald says like Dumbledore says, "I was in love with you," and mm-hmm. then Grindelwald says like, "You were committed to me, you were committed to us, not anything reciprocal back." Exactly, it was all yeah. take. This and was no about that would have been the mission. moment. That would have been the moment where he could have said it, and yeah. he didn't. So yeah. that's why no. I'm like. Is this unrequited love? And maybe is that potentially why he finds such a friend in Snape? Oh. Oh. He understands. You've got a friend in me. Let's be lonely. (laughs) But honestly, it's sad. Because my boy is very, very lonely. Yeah. And you know what? Grindelwald is alive for the rest of his life. I know. Ah! I know. My man. But literally, I said this on the internet earlier, like, this movie made me double down on how much I love him. Sorry, I'm not sorry. (laughs) Chillin' says he's pure of heart. Yes. Yes. All right, what else are we missing? What else are we missing here? Our favorite I'm part. I'm sure a ton. 
Uh, yeah. Favorite mm. part. Oof, oof, oof. I mean, um, literally, I think mine was the Potter score coming back in during that end scene with all like the books and the bludgers and stuff like I, that, that, that made me smile a lot. My, my favorite thing throughout the whole thing was Queenie's journey. I, I just, I always, I mean, I fell in love with Queenie in the first one and I was just so sad to see that ending in crimes. Um, so to, and I, and I, like, I truly, I felt for her, like whenever she said to Jacob, you can't come back from some mistakes. And then Jacob was just kind of like, yes, you can. And I still love you. And it's okay. Mm-hmm. And like, that was just so powerful. Yeah. Yeah. And their wedding. <laughs> I know. I wish we could have seen a little bit more of that, though. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Tiffany here from Swish. And I want to talk about being a problem solver. In my classroom, I'm always telling my equal firsties to be problem solvers. In first grade, that's one thing, but in adult life, it's a whole other. It can be really difficult to train your brain to go into a problem-solving mode. Maybe you don't even know where to start. It's a challenge that we all face in life. But when you learn to better help your brain find solutions, it's truly a great feeling. And if you've ever been thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. BetterHelp is convenient, it's accessible, it's affordable, and it's online. And on top of that, they match you with a therapist just by filling out a brief survey. So when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com swish today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash swish. But, okay. Everybody on Twitter, Twitter's toxic, by the way. Everybody on Twitter was so upset. And they're saying that Tina was done dirty. You have to think about they what didn't was have going a story on during her. filming. Mm-hmm. But not only that, but they, they didn't have a story for her in this film. And that's okay. Some characters have to take a step back in a film. Mm-hmm. And truly, she just didn't. Honestly, I, I don't think she didn't fit into this film. She didn't fit into it. They, I mean, I guess she could have taken Bunty's part, but also at the same time, Bunty, Bunty was the person that you never would have expected, which is exactly what Dumbledore needed. Tina would have been expected. And I almost think that Newt probably preferred that she was kept out of this because it was really freaking dangerous. And I just, um, I didn't hate the lack of Tina. I I liked the little call outs to her throughout it, like her picture Mm -hmm. multiple times and how clearly Newt is still thinking about her and how like she got her dream position at the ministry in New York and like how amazing for her. So like, why would she want to step away from that? And why should that be expected of her if it isn't what she wanted to do? And that's okay. Yeah. And now, I mean, if we think about the next movie, it's, Grindelwald is revealed to be what he actually is rather than being absolved of all of his crime. Yeah. Um, so annoying. And he's on the run again. So it opens the door for her 
to come back in and have like the whole like American ministry in on an or office helping to capture him again. Mm-hmm. Um, or like trying to fight whatever he's going to be doing in the next one. Who knows? I don't, I don't know. I, as far as storyline for the next one goes, I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, is Credence dead? Does um, he get to talk to... Does he get to find out who his mom is? Um, what is Aberforth saying to him? Because he doesn't die at the end of this film. They're so walking away. They're going I, home. I do think that he potentially could just die between films and not come back for the fourth. And they could just like talk about it in the beginning. Um, or he yeah. could die at the beginning of the next one. I don't I don't know. Either way would, yeah. in my opinion be fine not that i want him to die but he's clearly going to Mm -hmm. um also that was the spoiler thing that got spoiled for me it was said that credence died which like was kind of true but also kind of not yeah that's yeah he Um, wasn't dead yeah i mean like he's dying yeah so okay real phoenix (laughs) it was but okay so i had a question about that because did you hear did you hear dumbledore say something about how the the phoenix went to him because he was dying so Grindelwald said it's with him because he knew what he like had to do or something like that, which is AKA like kill somebody. But, AKA um, <laughs> right. Um, but like in the Dumbledore family, they go, the Phoenix goes to the Dumbledore need, right? Yeah. But Dumbledore says something about how the Phoenix went to Credence because he was dying. Cause he's in need. Maybe it would soothe the departure from this life into the next. But then it just made me question how he gets Fox. And like, does Fox, does he get that Fox might, because that, he's that, dying? But that might be, that might be Fox, the like Dumbledore family's Phoenix, going to him because he's in need, easing his pain, maybe. Um, and then once he's unalived, maybe it goes to Albus because Albus is going to be needing him in his life. Yeah. I was, that was one thing I was a little confused about. That's all. It was just like weird wording that Albus said where I was like, wait, so does that mean that like Fox knew that like your time in terms of wizarding lifespans was ending soon ish. So did he come to him because he knew that, Albus had a lot to do before he was gone and he knew that that was going to be what happened. I don't know. I mean, we know that Credence was far too old to be an Obscurus. Yeah. He had lived well past what a normal child with that affliction rather has or would live. Um, And it was like a drawn out, long drawn out process, right? Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. I just assumed that that was the Dumbledore in need at the time. So that's where the Phoenix went. Yeah. And then obviously Fox helps out Albus a ton in the Potter years. So we're going to see him then. But it's interesting to me that, that, 
the phoenix looked that way yeah same um maybe it's because he knew he was dying i wonder what dumbledore was dying for almost an entire year yeah maybe it's because of the obscurus maybe it it was something because he was so he was so around him and like that bursts out of him so like Fox isn't going to die, but that doesn't mean he can't get injured and then heal himself. So, like, was the Obscurus doing something to him that made him look like that? I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know. It is, uh, it is a thought to think, though, because there's, like, something up with that bird. Did you notice that Dumbledore, like, handed Aberforth an ashen phoenix feather? Yeah. I think that that was, like, proof that he is a Dumbledore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Did Grindelwald, because Credence put, he yeah. smeared the ash on his face, and then in the next scene it was gone. Did we see him wipe that off, or was that just bad editing? I didn't notice <laughs> no. that. I didn't notice Because I missed, I, mu- I missed something. It's either bad editing, which I don't think is the case, but like I missed it, and I was like, your face is clean again. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Magic possible i guess i guess um in the big scenes huh go ahead sorry in the chat i i thought this too and i'm glad someone else brought this up and then i'm glad for the answer that showed up so peyton said was anyone else kind of annoyed about the always line with credence between aberforth and credence i admittedly a little bit was but what katie I think it's Katie T. Yes, Katie T said a little bit, but I also teared up because the moment was also sweet. Like, that's what always should be. And I like that. It was a different. Yeah. It it felt now that I think of it that way, it feels like that is a more proper home for it Mm -hmm. than with Snape. But we all know how I feel about that. (laughs) I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it at I all. Honestly I honestly didn't I, even hear it. It made me really. Yeah, I, I didn't. Hear Credence it. says, "Did you ever think about me?" And Aberforth says, "Always, always." Oh, I I actually really like it. I like that line there. It's um, it's a good callback to Snape, but it's also like it's that's a, a natural answer. That's a natural answer, you know. Yeah. Of a of a parent to a to a child who who legitimately was missing them. Yeah. Oh, something Meg brought up was is that mirror that they use to communicate is that the two way mirror later on? I don't know. Um. So I was also thinking that because like, why did he have it? Why did? Not not uh, Aberforth. Why did Credence have that mirror? How did they get um, in contact with each other? I don't know. I don't know. But I thought that the... the Can you see through the mirror? Because you're supposed to be able to... Like, if we're right. talking about the Potter mirror, he sees Aberforth's eye because it's a broken shard, right? right? Um... I always thought the mirror was the the mirror from the Potter series was small. What if they cut it down? <laughs> I don't know. I'm pulling it straight. I don't know, but also like it made me think: Do you have that mirror at the Hogshead, and does Grindelwald have that mirror where he was because you and Albus communicated with that before? 
but like how did you figure that out like what i it's just confusing the whole mirror thing is very confusing yeah Yeah. i wasn't sure about that i don't i I I did wonder i was like i want to know why yeah same same. i i did ask i was like yeah is that the is that the two-way mirror but like maybe I, I don't know. It's just like was were those other mirrors that Sirius ends up getting like created from those somehow? I don't know. I don't know. But also, um, we see Aberforth wiping the mirror yeah. a lot. Were they? Was he just initially just wiping the messages away and not responding, or were you responding and then wiping it away so no one was noticing what you were doing? We know you don't clean the hog's head that much. <laughs> um, when did that uh, stop? <laughs> Yeah, truly. Maybe when he dies. Who knows? But, like, I'm sorry. (laughs) You know, but you know what I mean? Like, were you responding or were you just wiping the messages away? Because he's at that mirror a couple of times before we make the connection, essentially. You know what I mean? Right. It's just a sad tweet. What did you guys think about the alternate reality dueling... Thing. I don't know how I feel about it. Um, so I don't hate it, but I just, it's one more thing that I don't understand. That's one thing that confused me. And then I had to come back to it and like see it again. So I told Katie, I was like, I feel like it's a cool way that they thought of to do magic. That just makes me question, though, like, well, why wasn't this going on in the future? If you could duel in an alternate reality and then not, like, damage anything, imagine what could have happened at the Battle of Hogwarts. And if you were doing this in the 30s, why couldn't you do it in the 90s? And I think that it was just a cool visual thing that they thought of to do. And, I mean, it does look cool, so sure. See, but that's the thing that I don't like. I don't like taking canon... I know. And doing what you think will look good in movies. Yeah. Voldy bits as one of those examples, if you would like to know how irritated that makes me. Uh, but if it could be explained to me in a way that makes sense for canon, I'm not going to be mad. You're not going to find me being irrationally angry about this film. Right, um, right. It 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 is what it is. I I love these movies. I think they're fantastic. Ha! I didn't <laughs> mean to do that. <laughs> you know. But 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 like truly, it's just some things are like eh, whatever. You know, it's. I'm not mad about it. I um. I think that. A lot of like a lot of people who were upset that like fanta- like beasts weren't a prominent role in crimes. I felt like they did an amazing job of making that yeah. be more of a thing in this film. I really appreciated mm-hmm. that. Also, Sam asks, "Is this a Dumbledore? The whole like multi-dimensional thing? Is this a Dumbledore thing?" And because Dumbledore's dead during the Battle of Hogwarts, that's why it wasn't a thing, possibly. But like. Imagine the lack of damage he could have done at the Ministry in Order of the Phoenix if he did this. <laughs> so that was another um, moment where I was like, um, he duels Voldemort and he could have done this. 
everyone's that statue needed to be destroyed. I mean, (laughs) everyone's saying that the alternate reality is giving them like Doctor Strange vibes for sure. Oh, they were like, hmm, Marvel's Strange. really popular. What can we do? <laughs> Katie said, I think. Oh, wait, hold on. Where, I just saw it. Now it's gone. That She said something about how like, oh, they must have just played the Doctor Strange trailer and was like, that's cool. We should do it. <laughs> it was kind of Matrixy, too, with yeah. like, the street and flipping over. Um, It was cool looking. I don't. It, I, I'm indifferent to it. At yeah. this point, I mean, I thought maybe it was... I'll watch it again and feel a different way later. But it is what it is. I thought it looked cool. The upside down, yeah, yes, the upside down. Water. <laughs> but like the cool. one with Dumbledore and Grindel- Grindelwald at the end, let everyone see that man battle in front of people on top of this awesome, oh. beautiful structure. Do it, yeah. The hands on the hearts too, and the, you could hear the heart, their hearts beating. That was pretty emotional. Do you want to talk about the deleted scene you know about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I read a thing that there's a deleted scene apparently where Grindy kisses Dumbledore's neck. It's part of the cafe scene. Um, he's like standing behind him, right? And he's like going. And he's, he's like leaving. going. He's like leaving and then he comes back and he like says something into Dumbledore's ear and then he kisses his neck. And I just wanted to be like, why the F did you delete that? That would have been cool. It's also mm, extra manipulative, no. though, it after everything we've talked about. I also, like, I did not verify my sources on that, so I hope it's real, but... <laughs> but we don't know. <laughs> I saw it on Twitter. You know, take Twitter with a grain of salt, Twitter. but... <laughs> Twitter is garbage Twitter is, garbage Twitter to is me today. Cesspool, man. Take Twitter I... with a grain of birdseed. We talk yeah. about salt. I can't I would stand think it salt is days. smaller than birdseed, babe. But it's Twitter. Oh, my God, I can't. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm sure we'll have more to say later on. We'll I have to do another episode when the deleted scenes come out and talk about them. Mm-hmm. I believe it's being released to HBO for rent. Is yeah, that right? At yeah, at the end of May, I think. That's not a good sign, in my opinion. I think that that's just kind of what is happening. I think that that's you just going to be normal. Yeah. Okay. I don't hate that. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's just going to be the new norm. Because then I can see the new Jurassic World. A lot of <laughs> massive movies, sick. like like a lot of massive movies, they do that with. So I don't think that that's a sign that like, of anything. Is like a new thing? Yeah. Is that Tiffany being old? <laughs> When's it coming to VHS? <laughs> be kind. Rewind. Truly. Um, give this movie a rating out of 10, please. I'm so bad with these because I am <laughs> always just like, like whenever I rate, like if anybody, if anybody goes on my Goodreads, I'm pretty sure I've given almost everything five, <laughs> five stars. Um, I would give it a nine, I think. Okay. I'm going to give it an eight. I also am going to give it an eight. I will also shout out Jude Law because I think he is a fantastic Dumbledore. Uh, First of all, he's a fantastic He's actor, a great actor. But I love him as yes. Dumbledore. There's something about the way his eyes portray the yes. character. I was going to say his eyes. Yes. And he has even, this, the second time I watched it, I've even noticed like some of his mouth quirks are perfectly Dumbledore. 
It's almost like you see the development of like the Dumbledore we see later on in the Potter series. It's like he studied. Yeah, Richard it's, Harris and Michael Gambon. Oh, it's I'm so sure good. It's so good. Um, yeah. that scene with the blood pact and how it's like acting against him, basically. His mm-hmm. acting in that scene was fantastic. I agree. Just you get a glimpse of him uh, losing control, which you don't mm-hmm. often get to see. Yeah, yeah. his hair's he like and, he looked scared. Like, oh my god, this thing is turning against me, and I don't know how to stop it. Almost, it was like kind of sad for Dumble. Like that never happens. Yeah. Oh yeah, and the Sam Dumbledore with Jacob every time. He's so incredibly so kind and patient. Um. So nice to him. I love him, you guys. I've said it. I liked him a lot in this. Uh, one thing yeah. that made me laugh from Discord too was Sive said, first question, this is way early. As someone who hasn't seen the movie yet, I'm okay with spoilers. Is there actually mm. more than one secret of Dumbledore in this movie or not? And Emily said, I would phrase it as more than one secret for more than one Dumbledore. <laughs> I thought that was really good. I Very Well, good. I think that that's accurate. I, I think that was kind of a little bit of a, we're going to trick you with the title because it's not just about Albus's secrets. It's the family. It is about the family's secrets. Um, and I liked that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even though we knew, like, Newt didn't know about right. Ariana. Yeah, I was going to say there um, are multiple secrets, but it's yeah. it's not necessarily we're learning new things, but, like, other characters in the series are learning new things. Mm-hmm. I loved seeing her portrait. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, being that was cool. the absolute same as it was in Deathly Hallows. So, good job on that. I don't know. I feel like they're doing... I Somebody on Twitter, of course, called it fan service. But is it fan service if you have this ancient wizarding world that doesn't necessarily change a whole lot? You know? That, to me, is not fan service. That's just what it is. Like, if we want to talk about bludgers, well, Quidditch has been around for forever. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, If we want to talk about the Monster Book of Monsters, like, they're still using textbooks that are completely, like... We would say they're outdated, but like they're old just because they're making new copies of them doesn't mean that the magic within them changes. Like, right. So, you're telling me Dumbledore wouldn't sick a bludger on bad guys? Come on. That's like, that's a classic Dumbledore move. If you want to not like it going in because of outside things, then be my guest. Don't waste your money on the movie. But like, I said this on our Instagram earlier, don't dunk on people who like the movie. Your opinions necessarily aren't going to line up with somebody else's. And that doesn't give you the right to like jump all over people for liking a movie. Like it's not that deep. Yeah. You can, you can easily not respond. It costs $0 to mind your own business and stay in your lane. Like, yep. Let people like what they like. I'll say this about any fandom ever. This especially goes for Star Wars. Let people like what they like. And let people into this fandom who are new. Some people are joining in the Fantastic Beast world. Let them in. Let them in and let them love it. Never be that person that makes someone feel bad about something they love. Don't be that person. Yeah. Because it's okay if you didn't like it and it's okay if you did like it. Yes. Yeah. And don't be that person that's like, 
you didn't like it. Well, you know, like have a conversation about it. But yeah, yeah. What Sam just said: don't be a trash can. <laughs> just be a nice person. Hanging <laughs> uh, on a trash can. Okay, what's next? What's next in this? I don't think anyone got a bingo. I don't think there's bingos. <laughs> Do we have any? There's an awful lot of red in this chat questions. right now. Some people did send some in. Okay. Aside okay. from the ones that I pulled. Uh, let's see. Epic username. When does Dumbledore discover the room of requirement? I remember in the book he found it after needing to use the restroom, but I thought that was well after this movie. I think that that could have potentially been a little white lie that he said to Harry. Because, like, does he need to share when he knew about that? Or did he find it when he first started working there? Yeah. Yeah, I I just feel like Harry always thought that only he and Voldemort knew about the rumor requirement. But, like, but... that's so Harry. <laughs> Because, like, clearly, yeah. I think that Newt knew about it because he said it's the room in which we require. Like, he knew when they walked into it what yeah. it was. Mm-hmm. I think it's Hogwarts' worst kept secret. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, clearly, you know I mean? like, yeah. why would Harry think that when you go in there and see all that stuff that people have thrown in there? Like, clearly, that's Correct. not all yours and Voldemort's, you dummy. Like, Voldemort is secretly a hoarder. <laughs> the room of requirement or like the come and go room like people have so many different names for this it's the harry and which... voldemort room <laughs> this is the room in which we hide horcruxes <laughs> <laughs> but like honestly like it's just i think dumbledore knew about it probably from when he maybe even attended hogwarts like i'm yeah. sure that it was just a thing people knew he's like oh this is a convenient room twins knew about it didn't they i think so yeah. Convenient broom cupboard. Anywho. Um, again, epic username. Do you think Yusuf's memories of his sister are lost for forever or was Dumble able to restore them? That made me sad. It I did. Don't know. I, don't, I don't know. Well, also, I do believe that when you remove memories like that, they're not completely gone. You just can't recall all the details, but like you still have a general gist of it. It also looked weird. It was stringy rather than yeah what if he what if he already had put them somewhere majority, safe? yeah what if he already Maybe. removed them we didn't really talk about know. yusuf actually no we kinda. didn't um i didn't really understand his role through the whole thing um but i liked his entrance again at the ending mm-hmm. that was amazing <laughs> yeah, that was, was very good was because BA. i was afraid it wasn't gonna be that way but yeah i would love to learn more about him and what he was up to because like we know he was kind of like a spy if you will yeah um but was he relaying information back to dumbledore how when yeah what level of spy were you yeah so maybe find out more later also they were like oh yeah you murdered his sister and grindelwald's like oh yeah like good times man right right that was awkward right <laughs> that was really awkward i was like oh was like, okay oh. um emily asks which was better the manticore crab walk or the a rumpet mating dance 
That's tough. I, I I don't know. I like the crab walk just because of the hip swivel and all the little crabbies are swiveling. <laughs> <laughs> I think the erumpent dance for me was just that was hilarious. I mean, when Newt like he like twerks and then his jacket to like show his butt. Yeah, and then yeah, he's like, that's <laughs> true. That's good. And then the, I love when the erumpent rolls on its back and it's like, Ooh. yes. It makes me laugh. But God, they're so close. They're, they're both so great. close. Also, at the beginning of this episode, a ton of people were sharing crab emojis. And that was like the highlight of my night. So thank you. I, they were so deceiving. <laughs> I thought that they were like fluffy little creatures for a moment there. And then all of a sudden they turned they into were those. They cute at first. Yeah. And right? then I was like, oh, you ugly. Also, that <laughs> got like, dark really fast with I the giant the manticore. <gasps> and then I it, said like, the same thing. Theseus was like gonna be gone any second i did not expect it to spit back a oh, half-eaten carcass a, for a this boot, right? yes uh, okay, i was like so I was, oh i was talking to carrie and i was like you know what i was like the author made this really dark <laughs> <laughs> yeah but like truly like as these movies have gone on it's like the cruelty has gotten like these there's always been cruel characters but like so in your face like yeah Oh, oh my god, and when Theseus smashes one and they're like <gasps> I know I know. <laughs> I know. I um was super glad I was wrong that Theseus did not die. Mm-hmm. Very glad. Same. Because I was waiting for it to happen, mm-hmm. truly. hmm He's really cute. Yeah. There's a lot of good looking people in this movie. <laughs> truth. Truth. <sighs> Any more questions? Ah uh, yes, Sam asks, "Where do you think Grindelwald is going next?" I don't know. I He's, truly don't know Nirmengard his next created. move. I don't know. I I bet you it'll be created now with the new uh, supreme leader. Is what I'm calling her. I don't know. The supreme leader. Um, yeah, I'm not sure, but I think that he probably has to regroup because he was pretty dead set on the f- the uh, trajectory going his way with this. I think he might just go back. T- I mean, I'm sure there are still a lot of Grundy fanatics that'll just go back to right your crypt in Paris. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sure he's just, yeah, what you said, regroup. He's still got a ton of people behind him. Unfortunately. Maybe he goes back to America and that's how we tie Tina into the next one. Maybe. Maybe. He's like, you couldn't hold me the first time. Not going to hold me again. Um, Sam, again, asks, who is your favorite character in this movie? Do you have a f- favorite new character? Uh, totally. Lally. I loved oh, her so I much. Lally. Yeah, her magic was so fantastic. cool. Yeah. So cool. B-A. Awesome she's like, magic moments. Knew what she was doing all the time. That scene at the tea thing with the books and the chandelier and the magic and the I loved that (laughs) (laughs) I don't have any new favorite characters it's always Dumbledore I also really just super enjoyed Dumbledore this time yes baby come over to this side I did I I also really enjoyed um, Mass's interpretation of Grindelwald I liked it far more than I expected myself to yeah, I was a little worried just because we had gotten so used to 
to Johnny. I mm-hmm. just hate when main um, characters get recast. So like that just always annoys me. But um, I think he did a good job. I think he did as well. Uh, Eddie Redmayne as Newt Scamander is forever the most perfect role. So proud. Like like literally, Eddie is Newt. Yeah, um, made for I him. just I love it. I love all of his awkwardness at the end when Tina's there and he's just so excited. When Tina he's came just back, like, look who, and just like I stops. Was- crying uh, crying so sweet Ugh. um kdt asks who did you think the chillin was going to walk up and bow to someone brought this up no, straight a... up i thought it was gonna be jacob so did i someone brought that <laughs> oh, up in discord yeah, same. i was straight like up thought it was gonna be jacob so he's not i thought it was gonna weird. happen Related to Hepzibah Smith, <laughs> whatever. I thought it was going to happen at the Hogshead, actually. Oh, mm-hmm. me too. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. I yes. was like, yeah. talking about. he's dancing with it. It's going to bow at him. And then it didn't. I was like, okay, fine, whatever. <laughs> um, okay, last questions from Sam. What is our favorite beast this film? I liked the chilling a lot. Chillin I thought it was, was super cool. Niffler. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. I mean, the classics are Teddy, still there, man. Teddy was just so. Maybe it's because he was more doggish this time than I've ever like seen him. Like it's just, he looked like a pooch. Honestly, it was it was the the nose flare <laughs> when he's like tugging the tie. It did me in. I was like, oh my god, I want to kiss you and keep you. Also, when he's flying in the air and Pickett thinks he's gonna grab him. And instead, he grabs yes! all the gold. <laughs> he the oh my god! And then Pickett just hits the ground with the wand. <laughs> Poor Pickett. Like he, oh, Pickett should have known that was coming because they spend a lot of time together. <laughs> but still, they're like the perfect little duo. Love it. All right, let's see. The house cup goes to Ravenclaw. What? You're joking. Wait, how? Probably oh my God, mostly. Right <laughs> Actually, Gryffindor and Ravenclaw are tied. Whoa. I was going to say. So, it's going to be both. Okay. Yeah. Double house cup. Have we ever done that? I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> Today we are <sighs> what's right. next fan, fan story. story i need to let out one more yawn sorry oh sure i guess before we go on to the fan story do we just want is there any last things we want to say about the movie love slash hate slash reaction anything else before we move on i super enjoyed it i yeah. enjoyed it more the second time to let it digest and like be able to talk about it a little bit not that I still liked it the first time, but like I was just confused by some stuff. And then I always like seeing it again because like you catch those funny Niffler moments and stuff like that that they actually put in there that you don't see because you're just like focused on trying to digest the movie the first time. Yeah. I yeah. really liked it, though. I really hope that there's more. Yeah, that's my only concern is that they did wrap up a lot of things, whereas if this were the last one, it would work. But I don't want it to be. 
So I think if anything, they would cut it to four. If they're going to cut anything, they would cut it to four movies yeah. rather than five. But also, who knows what's planned? Not I. So. Right now, I read that there is no script. Yeah, I saw that too. So that's a little disheartening. Doesn't mean that there's nothing being worked on behind the scenes. Um, but yeah, right now there's no official script. Yep. All right. Fan story? Yes. Leash. This fan story comes from September of 2021 from Allie. Hi, gals. This is my Potter story. My name is Allie. I'm a Ravenclaw with quite a Slytherin streak. My Potter story starts in the Seattle Public Library in 2002. I love this scene we're setting. I was in second grade. I was with my dad and sister, and we were picking out books to read for fun. My sister, who is two years older than me, casually handed me the first Harry Potter book and said, Hey, you might like these books. I love them. She has no recollection of this event, but the memory is so vivid for me because I felt like my life had been changed forever. Like so many other Potter stories, I couldn't get enough. I read the first four books, Rapid Fire, and then had to wait for the rest of the books to come out. My uncle worked at Barnes & Noble nice, and would pre-order each book for my sister and I, and he even had access to pre-order a special edition of Deathly Hallows for me when it came out. When all the books were out, I reread the series for three summers in a row. I just love the magic in the wizarding world and how easy it is for me to picture myself in that world. I would have loved care of magical creatures and herbology as I am a super nerd for biology, mostly marine biology. I wish we saw magical whales and seals. And also, Katie, I think it is so cool that your Patronus is a dolphin. Oh, thanks. My favorite character is Luna. She made me recognize that my weirdness is meant to be celebrated. I admire her openness, honesty, and accepting nature, and I have always been and I have always aspired to be more like her. I'm proud to say mm -hmm. I'm proud to say that I believe I have some Luna magic in me. We have the same Patronus, a hare. We share strong connections to animals, and we are both Ravenclaws. I love that. Though I have always loved Harry Potter, there were a few years in college where I wasn't very involved with the world anymore. I even got rid of my Quidditch to the Ages and Tales of Beetle the Bard books in a Goodwill Hall. Then I found your podcast just a year ago while in graduate school. I was doing a lot of laboratory work on my own, so I needed something fun to listen to. You guys came up after a quick search, and I would literally listen to three episodes per day while in the lab. It's no surprise that I'm all caught up now. My advisor would wander into the lab and call me a nerd, but I freaking love the way you analyze each chapter and character. Finding your show catapulted me straight back to those years in the 2000s and reminded me why I love these books so much. I still can't get enough. So thank you for bringing me back home. I am filled with gratitude. Be well, Allie. Allie, mm, I'm too. I'm gonna cry. Yes, <sighs> I'm glad we could do that for you with our. When people say they listen to so much of us, like in such a small amount of time, I'm like that is a lot of weird. What's going <laughs> on? <laughs> Super we head all day. <laughs> but hey, we appreciate oh, it. You know, we we genuinely do, and like I, it'll never get old hearing people say that they like binge listen to us or like we helped bring them back and Potter's just a cozy place to be especially if you really need it mm -hmm. um, yeah it's my cozy place for sure that's why I'm here totally but yeah <sighs> thanks for coming back home yeah Allie thank you for your story also if you ever want me to conjure up my cool dolphin Patronus for you so you can like study it and be all cool and nerdy 
We down. <laughs> All right. I forgot to look up a joke. Let's see. This is dumb. Did you hear Professor Sprout had a class at another wizarding school? It was a branch office. Oh. oh. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for that. You're welcome. <laughs> Make sure that you follow your hosts on social media. Myself and Katie are on Instagram at the Petrus Family, and Tiffany is on Instagram at tiffswish underscore flick. Okay. Well, I just saw a really cool movie this morning. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, I finished the Throne of Glass series, so I finished Kingdom of Ash. Um, it was yeah, it was great. I really enjoyed that. Sarah J. Mass is an excellent author, and I appreciate her very, very much. And I look forward to all the other books that she is going to be writing for us, hopefully coming out this year. Um, as far as where it falls within, like my favorite Sarah J. Mass series, like. Akatar and Crescent City are fighting out that number one spot. And I think it's... But, like, slightly, Akatar like, wins out, then Crescent City, then Throne of Glass. But Throne of Glass, the series was very, very, very good. So, if you need a new fantasy series to read, that's a good one. I started reading, um... Switch... Gosh, shut up, Siri. <laughs> She did that to me like two. She just did me last night too. Um, I sorry that threw me off. I started a new book in a completely different direction. It's called The Templars. It's by Dan Jones. It's obviously about the Knights Templar. Um, nonfiction. So I'm really excited to get into that. I'm reading that on Audible, and then I'm starting Mist and Fury over again. And I need to go buy, well, I was I was going to buy a physical copy because I don't have a physical copy of that book. But I think I might just do it on ebook and take, like, highlights that way um, in doing research for A Court of Swish and Flick. You should because... read Fog and Anger. Get out. Katie. Ridiculous. I understand. Sorry. I'll leave now. <laughs> and I've been playing um, Breath of the wild and my birthday's this weekend yeah i share my birthday with easter this year yeah shout out to aries happy bunny day thank you i'm done anything else no actually this episode's gonna come out on your birthday it's my birthday um I finished Assassin's Blade. I think that that is probably my newest update in the reading realm. And then I have started Neon Gods. Um, I'm going to start Air Fire. Don't worry. I think I'm going like, to listen to Air Fire, though, and I physically read Neon Gods. I just need I am just the person who needs romantic fluff while reading fantasy. So it is a Hades Persephone retelling for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's good so far, but 
I'm excited to start Air of Fire too. So that is. I also realized that I should have read Air of Fire before I read Assassin's Blade, but it's whatever. It's too late fine. now. It is what it is. A prequel is a prequel is a prequel. Yeah. Also, I don't know if anybody knows about this website, but I joined this website called NetGalley. And you can request advanced reader copies of books um, of like, that means like books that aren't out yet. You can like request ebook copies of them to be as long as you like say that you're going to give a review on your social media and stuff like that. And I was approved to read the third installment of the Neon God series. So I was like, well, I guess I should read the first two. So I'm going to read... Neon Gods and then Electric Idol, and then I will read. I think it's called Wicked Beauty. Anyway, I got a proof for it though, so I'm excited. And I also really cool. I got a proof for two others, but there's like some really good ones on there. And you just like, I mean, obviously, I think that like as you do more, you get approved faster, and for more that are like, um, popular. What anticipated popular? Yeah, like more popular ones. Like I put in a request for Christina Lauren's um, book, but I don't know if I'm quite there yet. But God, I want it so bad. I mean, realistically, I can wait. It comes out in May, but like, I just love their books so much. Like, literally, I haven't read a book by them that I don't like, and I'm still processing love in other words because that book was so freaking good. I loved it so much. I just like that. I feel like. Love in other words is going to become one of my comfort reads that I'm going to just go back to because it just was so good. It was so good. It like makes me want to cry. It's one of those like childhood friends type books. I don't know. Very good. So anyway. Uh yeah, my puppy has been puppying. He's been sleeping for this entire recording, so we are literally going to get Gremlin when we go into the living room with him. He's going to be... You're going to need to run. You're going to need to run and play. I know, and I have to open at work tomorrow, so this is going to be great. (laughs) Katie Katie said, I'm not even lying. I would die for Fillmore. Well, do you want to come and watch him? Because Katie had her fill of Fillmore today, I think. She came and picked me up from, or no, I actually, I Ubered from work to Disney Springs, which was kind of weird. I haven't (laughs) done that in a long time, like Ubering in Orlando, um, because I got out of work early to go and meet Katie at Springs so that we could see secrets. And she was, she was texting me and she's like, dude, he is so needy today. And I'm like, he just I'm like, sorry, he wouldn't let me leave the room, like, like not even for like a second to go and do something in the kitchen, like would lose his bleep. I was like, I need to make coffee because I'm tired because of you. So can you please just let me leave and make coffee? I'll be right back. I'll be right he back. like and, and like literally what it's like with a human baby. Too. Yeah. But we're like That's trying like so today. hard to like not have like puppy anxiety be a thing and i like really am worried right. that he's getting it but also he does really good when we leave him alone and put him in his crate so like it's literally it's like when we're home and he knows we're home and he's in his play space he wants us with him but when we're going away for a few hours and we put him in his crate he sleeps he's fine which and he's think fine i'm it's i was trying to look up like i looked up like separation and anxiety and dogs and everything was about like when you leave and i'm like no i was like no he's fine when when we we leave leave. it's when we're here and he just wants you with him but i was like i think that that's just dog life 
And like I'm trying Bobby's to find my little brown shadow. I say that all the time. And I it'll be fine. Shadow. It'll be fine when we can trust him and he yeah. can just follow us. Yes. And that's fine yes. and he'll just follow us. But right now, I don't trained. trust him cuz he gets into things that he's not supposed to. So we have to quarantine him into a room with a baby toddler gate and then another gate. And then another gate. Another and then gate. we have to block under the couch cuz he's a little gremlin and he goes under there and then he bites things. Yeah, I'm so. trying to find the balance. This is my like update in life too. I'm trying to find the balance between like being th- the right amount of comforting to him because he's just a baby and like he does need he love and patience mm-hmm. and and comfort, and then also teaching him like you can play by yourself. I don't but, like, know where that Katie line is. Also, Katie works at home, so she's like, I gotta work. Oh, yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> I gotta do work. Gotta I can't just sit on the floor with you. I'm like, listen, I need to feed your brother's breakfast too because there's other animals here. Yeah. <sighs> so that's that's what we're working on. We're just adjusting to doggy mom life. You yep. know? I still love him. Totally. <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad that I put it all on her when I have to go to work. I'm like, I wish that I could also work from home so that like we could tag team this, but such is life. It's okay. We just had a very teething day today. It was an extra needy day today. And that's going to happen. Familiar with those? Yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. We're just figuring each other out. He'll get it. He's still a wee one. Like he's up right now and he's fine. But if this happened earlier today, he would have been losing his doggy mind. He is playing by himself right now, though, being very good. Mm-hmm. Also, he does the scaredy cat stretch. And I wonder if he learned that from his brothers. And it makes me so happy if he did, because it's hilarious. <laughs> like, we're literally, you know, like scaredy cat. like You know, like cat oh, and cow. arched back. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. He does it like Iggy. And I'm like. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's like when other animals are raised yes. by a different type of animal. Yeah. Like I just saw a video of an emu that was raised with a dog and the emu like thinks it's a dog. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh. Oh, and it had like the sound by um I don't really understand. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> so funny. So funny. Oh, should I say I got a TikTok? Did I say that before? I think you might have, but you I know. think I did. Again. I got a TikTok. I don't post anything on that one, but if you want to follow me, who knows if I'll post some stuff. Maybe I'll put some Fozzie Bear things on there. Maybe some Potter stuff. But I like to look at videos. It's Tiff Swish underscore flick, just like my other handle. Um, but you should follow Swish on there. We have some funny ones. Yeah. And if you have anything that you think more. we should make, Send it to us. I think that's a great idea because sometimes there's like those sound bites out there. And if you think like something would be really funny to do, like Potter esque, we'll uh, see if we can make it happen for you. Yep. 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 Right. Okay. Well, uh, we hope you enjoyed this. If we spoiled things for you, that's on you because we <laughs> warned you. Um, and also, I do feel sorry because I'm an empathetic person. <laughs> Um, well, I'm excited for the, the next one. Can't believe it. Took three and a half years. I don't know what we're going to see. Oh, it's crazy. Quite huh? a journey. COVID. Pandemic times. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's not like medieval times. No, no it is not. I want to do it's that not again. As when fun. you guys come back, we should do it. I'm down. It's like That'd the rowdiest, so wonderful time. I've done it. I, I went in Chicago and it was great. 
it's so it's always so cool, in yeah let's it do it all right for medieval times that concludes <laughs> this week's episode thank you so much for listening and don't let the muggles get you down <gasps> amazing my voice <laughs>